0: My name is Nate Mickle. You're listening to Mickle's and Dimes Layer 2, where every interview is dedicated to the simple, the practical, and the underappreciated. Ron Johnson is a business exec, best known for creating and leading the Apple stores for more than a decade. Before Apple, Ron earned an undergraduate degree from Stanford, an MBA from Harvard, and was VP at Target, where he helped Target become known as Target. Ron also served as CEO of JCPenney and CEO of Enjoy Technology. I hope you enjoy learning from Ron Johnson, because I certainly did. Well, Ron, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to share some thoughts with me today. I first heard you speak at Stanford, and I loved hearing your experience of working with Steve Jobs for more than a decade, so thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, Ron, you've worked at some of the world's most successful companies, and as you think back on your career, are there two to three simple, practical, underappreciated lessons you've learned that you'd most like to pass along to others?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you, Nate. It's great to be here, and congrats on all your accomplishing and the important work you're doing to equip students and people for impact in the world. Um, You know, I began my career at Target. And the big, big lesson I learned there was about using your imagination. You know, when I started at uh, Target, I started unloading trucks, and then I got to be a merchant, the people who buy the stuff that goes in the store. And I was surprised. I learned to do it. All we would do was, like in apparel, we would go buy samples from, like, The Gap or Macy's or Ralph Lauren, and we'd take those overseas and knock them off. And we were always a year behind on the styles. We did our own colors, but we were copying. We weren't really creating. And, and then I had this idea that, you know, why did the big companies copy when all the small companies are the creators? You know, and that's true in the fashion world. That's true. And so when I took over the home area target, I said, what if we created original designs? What if? Because every object you see in the world, I look at, you know, Kansas, you see a building. You see a household object that started in someone's imagination. Then they had to bring it to life. That's true. Every physical thing we see. Right. And so how do you learn to use your imagination? We all have one. We all grew up with one to do original work. And that's the big difference. So a lot of people in business think of innovation as doing something they found somewhere else and bringing it to their company. But that's not innovation. That's improvement. And that's why most companies don't get much better because the only question is, how fast do I improve? To use, to really innovate, you need to use your imagination. You have to do something that's truly never been done before. That's what we did at Target with the first collaboration ever between a retailer and a designer. Michael Graves did household products, and Target became Target, right? Because we used our imagination. So don't fall in the trap of copying others. Trust your instincts. Use your imagination. Do something original, and that's sustainable for a business. That's kind of a lesson from Target, if you will.
0: Yeah, really interesting. I love this uh, relationship between innovation versus improvement. Like, yeah, there's times to improve, but frankly speaking, innovation is just more fun. You know, it's hard to get into flow for me when I'm improving. But if I'm innovating and trying to create something for new, uh, one, there's the potential for more upside, and two, it's just more fun. So, uh, yeah, yeah cool, you need cool to do about. And it's not either or, you do both. Right, right.
1: I used to also, when I was young, I used to, you know, when I get a new job and I got promoted pretty quickly when I was young, every year it seemed like I had a new job and I wasn't ready for it even. But I would spend 90% of my time doing what I was supposed to do exceptionally well and trying to improve on it. But then 10% of the time, I tried to imagine something never been done. But that's what made a difference in my career. And that's made a difference for the company. So, Work to improve, always try to get better, use your imagination, lesson number one. You know, that uh, the work I did at Target is what got Steve to recruit me to Apple, quite frankly, because what we did at Target was about design, it was about differentiation, it was about thinking different. In many ways, Steve was championing the idea of think different at the same time I was using the word imagination. Well, they're really the same, one and the same thing, Mm -hmm. right? What I learned, I learned so many things at Apple, but the the most important thing was how do you uh, take a really complex idea and communicate it in a way that everyone will understand what the mission is? And Steve used to tell me, you know, anything you need to do in life, anything you're trying to do, if you can't communicate it in four words or less, you haven't thought hard enough about it. Well, think about how hard that is to take yeah, a complex product. Yeah. So examples. Now, your students are probably too young, but I was there when we invented the iPod,
0: right? And you might remember, Nate, but do you remember what the slogan was? Um, I don't remember the slogan, but I do want to just pause that right there. I remember the first time I ever held an iPod right. and I was traveling on a bus to go play a football game overnight. And it was one of the coolest things I'd ever held. So I don't yeah. know the slogan, well, I'm excited Steve, to hear it, but I remember the time I saw it. But Steve came up with,
1: a thousand songs in your pocket oh yeah that was the tagline for the ipod at the time remember people had cds you know they have like a dozen songs on it a thousand songs was more music than most people owned in a cd collection so a thousand songs said all my music in your pocket said it was portable and really small But that was the vision for iPod. So when the design team built the iPod, when we told customers what it was, he communicated that four words or less. When it came time to do the iPhone, you know, we worked on that for a number of years. Steve came down to, we're gonna reinvent the phone. That was it. It wasn't create a smartphone, a digital phone with all this hard drive and storage. We're gonna reinvent the phone. Well, the phone had been invented by Alexander Graham Bell 100 years before. But that was the kind of thing, well, I want to understand how you would reinvent the phone. When we did the retail stores, you know, I knew that if Apple was going to succeed with retail stores, we had to get people to switch from a PC to a Mac. Because when we launched the stores, there was no iPod, no phone. It was just Macs. And we had 3% market share. But I knew Apple's whole idea was about enriching people's lives. So we built a store with a mission to enrich lives,
0: that was it. Uh
1: So everything we did was to enrich the life of an employee. So they would then in turn, enrich the lives of a customer. We paid that out by devoting half the store to owners. And we created things like genius bars to get where we dispense advice. Theaters where you could come in and learn and take a class for free. Kids areas where kids could come in and play on the computer while their family shopped right? But the whole store was designed to enrich lives. So when you're building a business, when you're trying to communicate a new idea, think really hard about how you communicate that. And remember Steve's view, if you haven't got it down to four words or less, you haven't thought hard enough.
0: I just love this idea. One of the things for this podcast comes from a, a quote I heard from Charlie Munger, where he says, you know, take a simple idea and take it seriously. And you know, that's the goal is trying to find these simple nuggets that are really can be really profound. And I love this four words or less. You know, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, as I know people would say at Apple all the time. Uh, I'm going to try and think about this a lot. How can I use these four words? It just
1: Yeah. And, and anything you do, you could if you really think hard enough, you can kind of get it there. And if not, it, it's going to be really hard because I think that's the biggest problem. People starting companies, it's a big popular thing to do, especially out here. I live in the valley. You know, people create, you know, pitch decks that are 60 slides and someone's trying to understand what is the essence of what you're trying to create. So think about that. And, you know, Steve's magic, you know, he would deliver these keynotes that people would just hang in every word, but he was constantly thinking in the mind of a marketer, how am I going to present this? And if he couldn't communicate it, he probably didn't want to do the feature, right? It was just too complicated. So he prioritized things that were really easy that people would understand, and that's why Apple broke through in so many ways. So Apple always uses its imagination to think different, but then it communicates things in a very compelling way, and that's why they break through the clutter of the marketplace. Okay, the other lesson, the third lesson I give you, it kind of comes from my recent time at Enjoy, where we started a company, reinvent, you know, how to bring the store to the home. You know it's so easy in business, especially in the tech industry, to hire too many people. Right now, we're going through a major reduction in staffing at every tech company, and if they aren't announcing it, they're doing it by not hiring more people. Apple's got a hiring freeze, I believe. Google's got a hiring freeze. Facebook's reducing eleven. Everyone's reducing ten to twenty percent of their staff. Well, when we when Apple became the Apple we know and love today. They did that in the early 2000s with some new devices but also also with some applications. Apple created some software like iPhoto which let you, you know, take photos and organize your photos. iMusic which let you, you know, organize all your music. iMovie that let mere mortals make movies like a Hollywood producer. Well, when we did those apps back in 2000 to 2005, Steve allowed Cena who ran the program an ET member Cena to to have three engineers on the program. Three. Steve goes, you don't need more than three. You know, they can do three. Three people can create an app. So Apple became what it is with three engineers. You know, today I'm not being critical of Apple. They have over a thousand engineers working on iPhone cameras. You know, and you think about, you know, the apps you run, how often do they really change? And think of the tens of thousands of people who work at a, a Facebook or a Google when all the money on Google comes from search. Yeah. And they're always improving search, which is great. Does it really take 80,000 people?
0: Yeah. I mean, the camera is getting better always, but you get so excited to get a new iPhone and then, you know, you had it, you had the new one for 30 minutes and it's, it's the exact same thing you had before with a better camera. Yeah. So
1: the word I always use when I was uh, leading companies is don't hire more people, figure out how to extend the reach of your best. Right. When I was young, you would learn so quickly. You get a job, you'd figure it out, and then you wanted the next thing. Well, it's so easy when you have something you want to do to hire someone else. How do you take a great young person and extend their reach? Figure out how to let them take on more responsibility by giving them the new challenge versus just hiring people. Right. So maybe the less would be, you know, extend the reach your best, keep them challenged, keep them growing. We all stay at companies where we're growing. Yeah. You know, when we're young, you're so accustomed to learning at a rapid rate. And the whole idea of learning has becomes such a big part of, you know, what you value, you know, like gaining skills, you know, and so don't hire, extend the reach. So there are three lessons from my time, Nate. Hopefully that helps a little bit.
0: Uh, Ron, these are awesome. And, and I love this idea of extending the reach uh, in leadership. I, I teach the students, you know, if, if you really want to keep employees motivated, they've got to be growing and developing. If they're not growing and developing, they're going to leave. They're not going to be motivated. They're not going to work hard and they're not going to thrive. So I love this idea of extending the reach. Well, Ron, you, you've you had an incredible career. You, you've you worked at some of the most incredible companies, as, as you talked about. I, I really appreciate you taking some time to share these lessons about use your imagination four words or less and, and extending our reach. So uh, just thanks so much for coming on today. Great. Good luck to you. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mickles and Dimes. I loved hearing the simple lessons that Ron learned from his incredible business career. First, use your imagination to do something that's never been done before. I loved Ron's approach of spending 90% of his time doing what he was supposed to do and doing it exceptionally well, but then spending 10% of his time imagining something that had never been done before. Second, according to Steve Jobs, Anything you're trying to do in life, if you can't communicate it in four words or less, you haven't thought about it hard enough. And it's interesting to see how Steve followed his own advice when it came to the slogans for their products. A thousand songs in your pocket for the iPod. Reinvent the phone for the iPhone. And enrich people's lives for the Apple stores. And finally, figure out how to extend the reach of your best people. When Apple created iPhoto, iMusic, and iMovie, Steve allowed just three engineers on the team. When people are challenged, they can grow, develop, and thrive. To summarize this episode in just four words, I'll take a cue from Ron. Don't just improve, innovate. It's a simple idea, please take it seriously.